Okay, let's learn. Page Kufim Vav. We started this parak last time. Remember, remember that the parak here is really a chazara. This is really a review of some of the major, some of the major. Uh, you cite this in the earlier parak, but here the Rebbe is writing more brief aces, brief pieces of advice. Uh, of practical advice based upon the Yisaitis that he established in the earlier program. So, in this parak, nothing is really developed at length. Everything here is, they're like, each is in the Kuda of Chazar, of reviewing and strengthening the Inyanam that we've been talking about the entire year. So on page Kufman Vav, V'imchuka, Sometimes the Rebbe says a person has all of a sudden a chuka, a desire, a strong desire to do something. Something takes this uh, takes hold of him, and it's not something which is clearly usher. It's not something which is forbidden. But since for a ben on the level of a ben it is certainly inappropriate. He said it's considered sinful that a ben should give in to anything, any type of a desire that all of a sudden comes over him, with the exception of a desire to learn more, to daven more. The stama chuka. I've told you many times that when Rabbi Kalina was a little boy. He was he was uh, running through the or walking through the streets a uh, uh, street of the city and he was and he, and he was uh, crying. The little boy so the dying over there came over to him and said, Shlomo, what are you? What's the matter? Why are you crying?" So he said, "He says, Rabbi, I'm hungry. That's why I'm crying." So now he was holding a little piece. Of, he was holding a piece of bread. The Kalina, the Shlomo Kalina. So the so the dying asked him, "No, if you if you're hungry, why don't you eat the bread? You have a piece of bread in your hand." So he said, well, because I learned from my Rebbe that if I want something very badly, it's a sign that it's not good for me. It's a sign that it's not good for me. I want this too badly, therefore I'm afraid to eat it. So what the Rebbe is saying here is pretty much the same thing. That when a Yerei a person, a God-fearing person, has all of a sudden a strong chuk. It's a strong desire for something, a strong need for something. We're not talking about Naveira, of course, Chas It's not talking about Naveira. Stop. For Ben to give in to a taiva, to give in to a taiva, you know, uh, in the middle, uh, you know, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, he uh, he has to have uh, he has to have a kosher ice cream. We're not talking about uh, God forbid in a kosher ice cream. He has a taiva chuka, chuka. So, so the Rebbe says that it, that for a person for Ben to be moser biyachukosiv for his life to be in the hands of desires, of chukas, of, of what he wants. Hanamukas will be at and in the hands of the taivas of his yetzer. Again, not for not for something which is aser. L'chein writes atolus apik men of a kashalacha. Now you want you want to stop yourself. You want to hold it back, but it's difficult. And you've tried all different things, all different strategies to to overcome this, not to give in, not to be a person that that that, that is in the hands of his yates of his tithes. And it's difficult for you. See, for instance, there's 
there's something that's called the, there's something that's known as the, the Tanis of the Ravid. The Ravid, the Ravid uh, believed, and he taught that there's a tremendous amount of kapara where a person or a person is eating, and he's and he's and he's still hungry, he's still hungry, and he puts and he, and he doesn't eat. He, he, he eats something. Nothing that he's fasting. He eats, and he would like to have. He would like to have more. Not that he's in any way endangering his health. He has enough, but he still he still has a tithe and it's still delicious, and he would really really enjoy it. And he doesn't finish it. He doesn't finish it. Come on, that in Baltasha, so he does it. There's some place to put the food. He doesn't finish it. So the Ravid, the Ravid said that that's considered to be a fast. It's on the level of a fast. Because when a person is eating something, especially if it's something which he really, really enjoys, he has a tire for that, and midstream, he's able to say, must speak, it's enough. He's able to stop. So the Ravid says that, that's, that that has incredible karthas. Because the point there is that the person is at the height of his tithe. He's enjoying this food. He had a couple. He had a couple of bites of it. He really had. I mean, the rabbit couldn't imagine what a smorgasbord would look like, and and, and all of these, uh, you know, how eating his, you know, uh, eating completely out of control. But but when a person holds back, holding back when and not to be most or biyata taiva. That's what it means. When a per, a person not to be most a, a human being is not. Uh, the decisions of a human being should not be left up to a taiva, to a desire, even for some of A person has to be a balabas over himself, to have kaychus, to be able to control himself. That's something which is, that, that's something which, which uh, a person can go many, many, many years without ever exercising those kaychus. So when it comes to dvarm shal iser, when it comes to things that are, that are totally forbidden, even there it's difficult. But the Rebbe is talking about trying trying to be misopic to hold back and it's difficult so he gives an eight so I say zeis eifo he says try this chashayv think now again this is going to sound this is going to sound pretty tough for us because we're not used to this whole idea <coughs> the way we think is halavai we shouldn't do any avayris we're talking about to have a type for something that's mutter what's so bad to have a type for something that's mutter so he says think about this hey nasa zeis says think okay I'll do this I'll have the ice cream. I'll do this. But I won't do it right now. I'll do it an hour or two. It doesn't have to be right now. I'm not, I'm not obeying the command of my yates, of my taiva, this moment. And the taiva says you have to have this now. And if you don't have this now, if you don't have this now, like you know, like you hear the, you know, the Lashinus that, that we were not allowed to say in my house, Lashinus, you know, uh, I'm starving. I'm starving. You have kids walking. I'm, if I don't have a drink, I'm going to die. I'm going to die from from hunger. I'm dying from any of these little shyness. <clears throat> that that the way that the way that you nowadays the way people talk about having a, a little bit of a taiva as if as if you know uh, as if it's you know you know hanavi on that difficult day. That's a, such a taiva. I can't live. I can't live. And not, we're not talking about people who didn't have before and are not going to have in a half hour, an hour. So the Rebbe says that for a person to be able to learn how to be a balabas, to be to have control over himself, so the eighth is not to say, I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have the ice cream. That's not the eighth. Because, as you know, that when the, that when the eighth is one, 
that is too extreme for the person to deal with, so then it's just, it's just a game. And it's not going to work out. Just like a person, just like when it comes to, when it comes to Dvarim Shalitza, you have a Bacha that says that he's never going to look at, the, he's never going to look at a girl again. That guy comes back from Israel, a Bacha, he's all excited, he's got his new tit, his new haircut, he's got the right yarmulke, the right look, everything is all set. And he makes, he makes a promise to himself, he's never going to look at a girl again. See, understand. That's not what the Shalitza is. It's not even, it's ridiculous. If he would say, I'm going to try to begin each day, I'm going to try each day, maybe for you know, for a half hour, an hour, whatever, it is, to, to to or to delay that. I'm not going to look until after. There are all kinds of there are all kinds of taxisms. So the Rebbe says a person should say, "Hey, <laughs> okay, I'll do this. Maybe in an hour or two." Am I such? Am I such a maneuver? Am I so disgusting? I can't put off an ice cream for an hour or two. I mean, I can't put off this tiger for an hour or two. She says, I'll call upon him, Most likely, the Rebbe says, you'll be able to postpone. You'll be able to delay this, which is also a level of self-control. Now, when this, the first the second time that you do this, you probably will end up having the ice cream here for an hour or two. You will end up having that thing here for an hour or two. But you should know, be certain. If you think this way, and you say to yourself, that you say to yourself that um, I'll, I'll have it but in an hour or two so when a person thinks this way one of two things can happen either it'll be the, the, the actual giving into that title will become in his eyes something which is so, which is so ridiculous, so silly, so disgusting that you're not even going to end up doing it. You see, mostly we don't talk to ourselves about these things. We talk to ourselves about a lot of other things, but we don't talk to ourselves about this, about a taiva. Either we, we act upon the taiva or we don't act upon the taiva. The Rebbe says that a Jew has to talk to himself. A person has to learn how to talk to himself. So he says that if a person says to himself, okay, I'm not going to have this now, even though it's just, I have a strong taiva for this, I'll have it. I'll have it in an hour or two. So, just by saying those words, nafshi by saying those words, the Rebbe says that it's very possible that the whole thing immediately becomes narishkai. becomes it becomes silly. Well, I'm making a whole plan to have an ice cream in an hour. Like that. That's what. That's my whole. My. That's my whole thing to have an ice cream in an hour. It, it, it sounds silly when you say it. You begin to feel that it's something which is silly. That's one possibility. Or it might take be that the first, the first one or two times that you have this Indian that you'll take give in to it. In other words, in other words, remember, we're not talking about an issue here. Although this could be applied to davar also, but we're saying it's not a, it's not an avera. So it could be that the first the first couple of times you'll 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 wait for that, and then you look at the you look at the uh, watch, you look at the watch, and then you'll take and go and have the you'll you'll go and have that. A person has, let's say a person sometimes, 
uh, uh, talking about talking about ice cream, a person's fleshings. That's that became like a thing. Uh, uh, also, I have people that come from Polish, Hungarian backgrounds that they that they that they wait three hours because they uh, because they they once met a, a German Jew, uh, you know, and maybe they maybe we're related distantly, so they can't have or to be misopic, but I'm not going to go into the whole Indian of, maybe it got better this year, I, I don't know, you know, the, the whole Indian of, of what it means, Amatsayantiv, uh, Amatsayantiv, and to have to have Chomets, and, you know, uh, these, these Taivas, when it comes to a person, when it comes to a person being, being uh, flesh, because you have some people, they live in, in they live with such unbelievable, um, they live being so careful with the Zmanim, the Kaddish Yisrael Vahazmanim that you have this thing that came up in America what if I'm in the sixth hour you ever hear this? what if I'm in the sixth hour? what if, I, what if I'm in that? what if I'm in that? nobody holds that when it comes to like getting up earlier for Tehillim to say Tehillim you know or to, or to get up earlier when it, when it comes to davening or to get up when it comes to a mitzvah what if I'm you know let's say davening is at, let's say davening is at, is at seven o'clock what if I'm what if I'm in that hour like a quarter to seven like six thirty I'm in the hour can I, can I go to shul earlier if I'm in the hour when it comes to tithes you know I'm in the sixth hour these little and again the whole thing is so crazy and we want the children to have control over themselves and to what they're saying and how they're acting and they grow up in a house they see that that, that, that parents live like you know what kids were almost going to be milchigs hold on we're almost milchigs so I'm not, again it's not that vera and halavai this should be the worst thing but but the, in, not to be misopic, not to be a person that that's in, that that is able to be that's able to be a balabos over himself. He starts to get, he starts to look, and he, every every ten minutes, is another the countdown, the countdown to to, to being milk, it's the countdown. It's all the whole. So he says he says that in the beginning, he says it could be the first couple of times, the first couple of times, you will you will watch the uh, you will. Watch the clock, and you will uh, go and have that which you wanted uh, when the time when the time is up. But if you try this a few times, the Rebbe says, if you try this a few times, in other words, if you say to yourself, "I'll do it in an hour or two," I'll do it in an hour or two. I'll have this in an hour or two. He says that by the that uh, so a couple of times you probably will do that most likely you'll do that but by the third time uh, uh, the likelihood is that it's not even going to be necessary to make yourself that little promise to to sort of trick yourself into not giving into the taiva and, and you're and, and you're not going to have to give into it at all which doesn't the rebbe's not saying that one shouldn't have an ice cream the rebbe's saying is that that you should be suspicious when you have a strong taiva for ice cream why do you have such a strong taiva for something bechlal you shouldn't have a taiva for something. Not that, again, not, not that there's anything evil in it, but it's it's giving into things that are mutter. So this is Pasha's Kedoshim, right? So understand the whole thing is Pasha's Kedoshim. It's Kedoshim to you. It's Kedoshim to you. If you look at the beginning of the Pasha, you look at Rashi, you look at the Ramban. So when we talk about novel Bershus right? It's Mamish this Pasha. A person who's a novel Bershus Atar, a person is what? The Rebbe uses the word. Are you such a novel? A novel Bershus means... That that even though everything you're doing is permitted, you can't you can't show. No one can no one can show that you don't keep shulchan aruch. <clears throat> Officially, you're a Jew that keeps shulchan aruch. You keep shulchan aruch. But the Ramban said there's still such a thing as novel b'shusha Torah. Where does kedusha? You know, there's novel b'shusha Torah means that with the permission of the Torah, I'm a novel. 
with the Rishos of the Torah. But he's not a Balabas over yourself. And then it's just a matter of time. Today it's wonderful because, because you're fortunate things are going well, that it's only an ice cream, and there's kosher ice cream. It's kosher ice cream. So that taiva of ice cream is controlling you. But if you're a person that, that gives in to your taivas, it's just a matter of time, and we see that with kids, it's just a matter of time. So that taiva is not for ice cream. The kid, the kid is raised in a house where every time he has a taiva, his parents give in to it. He's raised in a house with hefka. So when he's little, it's a, when the kid's little, it's adorable. Oh, you know, the kid, the kid has a tantrum and throws himself on the floor and kicks and screams and yells and curses to get the ice cream. So everybody thinks, ah, it's just a kid, it's nothing, it's silly. I mean, I'm not talking about a one-year-old, I'm talking about a little bit older. It's silly, it's silly, you know, and he's indulged, it's indulged in hefka and hefka, vaita hefka. So what happens to him when he's 16 and 17 or 15, 16, 17? So he's screaming and kicking and crying for other things. So drum shall listen. Because he has been raised as a person who doesn't say no to himself. The Rebbe's talking about is training oneself, training oneself to say no. To say no to one's tithes. And the person who knows how to say no, even to a tithes shall happen. Because he's talking to Barcham, right? To a tithes that's mutter. It's not Naveira. But a person who knows, he trains himself to say no. To say no. <clears throat> so that person will have the kaychas and nefesh to say no to the things that, that, that come up in life, that Dram Shalis or Mamish. But, but that person who never trained himself, Bechlal, to be in control of his taivas, Dram Shalhat, I'm saying things that are permitted, so he doesn't have, he doesn't have the wherewithal to deal with, with um, overcoming taivas. So when it comes to, when he gets older, and he has taivas Shalis, so what's going to, what are the Kreches Nefesh that he has to stand in the way of that, of that taiva? Nobody ever said no to him. He never said no to himself. Whatever he wanted. Whatever he wanted, he had. Whatever he wanted, he had. Everything was good. He gave in to every single tithe. Shall have to. Every, every single tithe shall have to. She doesn't know what it means to hold back. By little children, there's, no, there's, no, there's nothing really, there's no Dvam because they don't have a Yitzhahara for Dvam A little kid doesn't have a tithe to do a virus. He just has tithes. But little children have very strong tithes. Little children are very strong tithes. And that's what the and that's what the Rebbe was telling Shlomo Kalina. That if you want something very badly, it's not good for you. The Rebbe, his Rebbe wasn't telling him that bread is not kosher. He's walking he's walking to the piece of bread crying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So have a piece of bread, says so my Rebbe told me if I want something very badly, it's not good for me. If you want something badly if you want something badly and you and you and the answer to that need is always have it, take it, yes, it's okay. Then you become a novel Bershah Satyra. And it starts off as being a novel Bershah Satyra. And the Pasha says, Kedoshim to you, Kedoshim to you. Even though, on a, on a more serious level, even though it's true that uh, the wife is permitted to a husband and so on, but there's such a thing as being a novel Bershah Satyra, as a person who's not, who's not someone that's in control of his life. And his tithes are in control of him, even though it starts off in the in the domain of Hector, in the domain of that which is permitted. It's a matter of time. It's just a matter of time till till it spills into other things in life with the Advarim Shalisser, because he doesn't have the kaiches to say no. He's not a person that says that says no. That's what the Rebbe's talking about. Because when you look at it initially, it sounds weird. Why can't what's what's so bad? You have to make this whole program to stay away from things that are permitted. 
Because the terror is that a person has to learn how to stay away from things. And that's, what, that's, that's, the, that's very necessary in training oneself. In training oneself. And it's difficult. And this is, a, this is an age of how to deal with it. So he says, I'll call upon him to struggle, but Pama Shlish is Limshlo Lech, I'll call Kach, actually, to start Lach Tichach, Allah says, Achasha, Raklagami to Shavanet. Eventually, he says, if you do this, if you do this, you'll see that you become the kind of a person that when you have a chukri, you have a type for something, that you're able to shatter it on the spot. You don't have to go into this whole thing about the tricking it and promising I'll do it in an hour from now. But you're, you're the person that says, I'll for Pete, no. If I want it so badly, like if some cleaners said, I want it so badly, I shouldn't do it. It's better not to do what I want it so badly. Ma'oid ma'oid hebzahir bahavas chaveyim. The Rebbe says, be very, very careful when it comes to the union of love between friends. Bahavas chaveyim. Which you know is a tremendous insight in, in, in the Darach HaBal Shemtev. Bahavas chaveyim and dibu chaveyim and Talmud ben Asher leizgar ba'ayshrei. If you have a Talmud, if there's one of the boys who comes from a wealthy family, leizgar ba'ayshrei. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, you shouldn't feel that he has any advantage over over anybody else. He shouldn't have a gaiva in his ayshrei. Any kind of. Uh, shouldn't be proud or have proud. He shouldn't. He uh, shouldn't allow that to get to his head. And a poor Talmud, which of course in the, certainly in those days was much more common, and a boy who's poor, he says it shouldn't cause him Hashem, to be low in his eyes, to, to see himself, God forbid, in any way that's uh, in any way that's not right. Because every one of you, the Rebbe says, each and every one of you is a child of Hashem. You are Hashem's pure angels that exist that are in this world. This is an Indian that we talk about a lot, and we do talk about a lot, but the Indian of Ahav is Chavayim. Obamidashet is Chabru Yachad Zelzeb Yahava. Vitizamadna Dabshasechim Yachli is Achas Mamish. To the degree that you do whatever you can to become attached to one, each, to one another, be Ahava with love, and to attach your souls to be Mamish like one. He says, you should know that to that degree Hashem's Baruch will attach Himself to you. Hashem's Baruch will attach Himself to you. If you try, if you do whatever you can to be attached one to the other, be a hava, and to remove those things that are, in, that are between one Jew and another, between Chavayim, He says, to that degree the Baruch will become attached to you. That's in the Pasha too. Right? Right? And this is a famous mice that I can talk about right now. But right? You shall love another Jew as you love yourself. And the Ben Shalom says, Ani Hashem, which the Tzadikim explained means that if you try to love another Jew, then the Ben Shalom says, I'll love you. I'll try to love you. But the Ben Shalom, it's, it's not, if he tries to, it for sure is. says, I will do the same. The whole period, Asher Benechem, anything that separates between you, any pagam in the relationship between one Jew and a, between a Jew and his friend, Goyim Lachem, Hisrachakus, Vahashlochem, Yashem Chasosholem, it causes distance 
from Hashem and it causes Hashloch to be driven away from Hashem's presence. This is this is an Indian that we spoke about uh, that, that we've spoken about many many times. It's Chazal. The whole uh, Shas ends with with ain max ain kli maxik bracha liyisrael el shalom. That the only kli, right? The only vessel that can be maxik bracha. The person. That, this is what the Rebbe is saying here. The person wants to have bracha in his life. Everybody wants to have. Everybody <laughs> wants to have. Banachayim is only to want to have to have to get married, to have children, to have a panasa and so on, and to be able to uh, to have a healthy, long, healthy life. And everybody's looking for what can I, you know, what school or what can I do? Maybe my mezuzahs, maybe my mezuzah, I need to get a bigger mezuzah and I need to get bigger tefillin. So the so the means that that when a person then amlach haveiro the ikkas ben amlach haveiro of a person is chasu shalom. There's machlokes between one Jew and another. Chasu shalom. There's there's a a breakdown in a relationship between yedida between chaveirim. So that causes a hisracha kusma Hashem is baruch. That causes a hisracha kusma Hashem because ain't klimasik broccoli yisrael el hashalom el hashalom Chazal say that that which is masik bracha each and every one of us wants to have brachas in our lives but you need to have a kli. We spoke about the needless achag sukkis but you need to have you need to have a kli to hold on to the brachas. The Baruch Shalom is sending brachas into our lives all the time. Banecham is with the with the children, with Panos. So Hashem's Baruch has brachas for us all of the time that are being sent into our lives. There's a gewaldige of toif that's coming into our lives. But Hashem said, but you need a kli to receive it. And Chazal say, they didn't say that there's, there's a kli, one of the kalim that's machzik brachas, there is a kli that will help facilitate the, the, these brachas. There's a kli hasholem. Only Shalom. Only where there's Shalom between Jews. There's a Klimasik Brach. That's the only Klimasik Brach that a person could be able to receive the Brachas in his life, that there's Shalom between one and the other. And the opposite says, Chasu Shalom, those Kalim are cracked. Or those Kalim have holes in them. So then, then Khalila, it causes it to be a Hisracha Kusva Hashlocha Hashem then it causes there to be a terrible distance from Hashem Baruch. We understand that there's nothing that hurts a, a, a father or a mother more than to see that the children are not getting along with each other. To see that the children are fighting with each other. To see that the children aren't be And the greatest, greatest nachas that a parent can have is to see that the children, to see that the children are, are getting along and they love each other. And the Baruch Shalom's the, the Shalom is a parent. And, the, and, and when the Baruch Shalom sees that Jews are getting along with each other, and he's Mashpia Taivas. Even, even if that person might have Chesreinus and other things, because you know that's the same exact thing when it comes to your own children. Everybody should have good, healthy children. That if the children are getting along with each other, even if each one befrat is not, has certain Chesreinus. Maybe, you know, he didn't do so well in the report card, he didn't do so well in this and you, that and you. Or maybe sometimes he's a little bit chutzpah, whatever it might be. But if the children are good to each other and you see that they love each other and that they, 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 that they act properly towards each other, so you see that you, that you have, that it becomes very easy to be marichal everything else. To be marichal, you can deal with everything else. But if the kids are chasashon fighting with each other, they don't get along with each other, so the parents lose the cheshek. Because that's ain't kli masik rochel, elahasholam. Therefore, you could, you could go to places where you could see that there are places where there are Jews that are fine Jews and the people that are learning. 
we don't have to go over the union right now of what happened to the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, Kiyadu, Kiyadu. What happened to the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, we'll talk about it on Shabbos afternoon. The union of the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, that we can't be masig. What happened? 24,000 students. The Parak Echad in one Kufa. Tavka from Pesach to Atzeret Shuas. We're not masig that. And, and in our small minds, we, we imagine all kinds of things going on over there that did not take place. These were, these were the Talmudim who came from the base Medrash of the same person who from this parasha on the Pasuk Rashi brings down that Rabbi Kiva said what? This is the essence of all Torah is love between Jews. And that his students, the 24,000 Talmudim of Rabbi Kiva whose whole life was what? That his Talmudim the Chazal say that they didn't honor they didn't treat each other in the way that they should have treated each other how could such a thing happen? it's not, it's not something that could be masked but look what happened here you had Jews who were, who were as close to, who were much closer to perfection than any of us could possibly imagine we don't even know what that means the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva to be a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva we don't know what that is so these were great and holy people and yet, and the twenty-four thousand of them, twenty-four thousand of them died. The disinian ben Olam Chaveru, because ain kli masik brachli yisrael ella hashalom, and especially during the time of sphere, which is a time of dinim, it's a time of din, it's a time of dinim, and there was when there's dinim, when there's dinim, if, there's, if God forbid, there's something missing between chaveru at the time when there's dinim. It, it, it caused the biggest kilkulam, and you'll see places. You could see a place where there'll be a yeshiva where you know that that yeshiva had the biggest rosh yeshiva, the biggest talmud chacham, and the yeshiva wasn't much slich. Yes, the yeshiva wasn't much slich. You see this kaseida? You'll have a community. You have a community that had a community with wonderful institutions and wonderful people, and the community wasn't much slich. As a community, they want to slich to produce b'nai Torah, b'nai Torah. There's something wrong with the community. Something's wrong. So Sfarim Hakadoshim say that ruba the ruba. It's not like the things that they that they that they, you know. Well, maybe we have to have a, you know the vada kashrus or this, the vada that. Okay, it's always good to check the mezuzahs and check the kashrus. Everything has to be checked. Fine, but ruba the ruba has to do with ben al it has to do with the yon of the Rebbe Nolmechaveir between one Jew and another, and machloikis. That there's a machloikis. There were yeshivas. There were yeshivas that should have been, that should have been the best yeshivas in the world, and they didn't have aslach. You had that in in in, in that there were there were islands that should have had tremendous aslach, but there was machloikis inside. There was machloikis, and machloikis caused it. And what kind of friends? So he says, "Nochun shekipam bepam yedabra talmidim beinehem megadlus Hashem." He says it's good, it's good now and then for the talmidim to talk between themselves about the greatness of Hashem. Imagine walking into a, walking into the pizza shop, you know, calling and just saying, "Rabbi, I can have your attention for a minute." <laughs> like the whole chavis day and everybody, have your attention and to read this sentence from the chavis talmidim. That we'd like to have a moment. Everybody talk a little bit about the Rebbe Shalom right now. The Gadlus Hashem. Then Yoni Avadah say that the the Chavim should talk between themselves. That the Yoni of Avayda, Yishibudeh Adam Elodis Baruch, and 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 being and how we are what and Mishubat Hashem. 
Even though there's nothing really new, it's not like you're saying any chiddush. Talk about you know we have to, to get up for davening, to do this, to do that, to 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 chaz the gemara, whatever it is. There's nothing. There's nothing new. You're not saying anything that, that, that your friend doesn't know. There's nothing new in what you're saying. But he said, You should say it's good just to talk about these in Yonah. It's good to talk about these in Yonah. Many times I've mentioned that you see this, that this, this has been at least, I mean, just as over the years in teaching and going from a student to being a teacher, the, the noticeable change and spending a lot of time among, among Hever is that the, even though it's true that in the world that I came from, it's not like the guy sat down at lunch and we were talking about Avodah Hashem. We weren't talking about Avodah Hashem. But very often we did speak about things. We did think about. We did talk about idealism, like we we were yelling about the war in Vietnam. We were fighting about. You know, we took sides. It's right. It's wrong. We spoke about things that are right and wrong. That I remember. We we did a lot of that, right and wrong. You had like in the you know there was this one guy. There's one guy like it was a big liberal, big, you know, on the, at the table. So he was always like you know. Uh, then you had the other guy that, that, that you know, said, said uh, described the minority, used the word that, he, that it was not such a nice way to talk about the minority. And then this guy would start yelling at him. And we'd get into this whole discussion for two hours about, about you know, whether this is right and whether this is wrong and the civil rights thing, all of these different things. <clears throat> so even though we weren't talking about Evidence Hashem, because we weren't, uh, that's a madrag, uh, what the Rebbe's talking about, but we, we were talking about right and wrong, good and evil. And I'm a drag, like things that we, you know, good and evil. Over the years in America, again, not this is not a klal because there's no klal, but but a klal that over the years that now if you pick up on the conversations of kids that are growing up, kids they through those years of adolescence, teen, mostly they're talking about about themselves, about themselves and their tithes. Of course, there are notable, wonderful, delicious exceptions to that. But ruba the ruba, mostly, the, the, mostly it's what's good for me. The conversations are what do we like, not what's right and what's wrong, not what not, not what's good and the evil. The feel our hasagas, but what we want, what we want. It's and, and I, it's something which, that's why nowadays, studies have been made about this. I'm not even talking about among among uh, religious kids about from because I'm talking about Islam in America. In America, if you if you if you talk about if you talk about, it used to be we spoke about politics. There was a whole milchama every time it came to an election. We used to have milchamas. The kids nowadays have milchamas about who's running for. Us. Oh, no. They don't even know. They never even heard of it. There wouldn't be a million signs in their faces. They never even heard. Or, or it wouldn't be that they had to be annoyed because they were trying to find they were trying to find their favorite television show. And in between, they heard some name of a candidate. And they and they tried it and they couldn't get past that station fast enough not to hear the name. So they happen to catch that there's a name of people running. If you ask Bichlal, what's going on in the world? What's happening? What's what's going? If you start, the, the, in, we used to read the news, we read the newspaper from cover to cover, and we read books about politics, about we, we, and we were into this stuff, you know, with with Russian Jews and what was going on in Syria with the Jews. We were into these things. And many of you drew, maybe you grew up in that same. But there was a, there was a certain idealism. There was an idealism. We were we were concerned with evil. According to Alasagas, we were concerned with the world being better. It bothered us. 
Now what bothers me, what bothers a typical kid is a, either I have a girlfriend or I don't have a girlfriend. Am I a nerd or am I not a nerd? Do I have a car or I don't have a car? And all, we, we all wanted that stuff also. It's not like we didn't want that stuff. But we spoke about a lot of other things. We spoke about things and we read about them. We were interested in things. Studies indicate that the average American kid hasn't, hasn't the foggiest notion like the chlal, you know, politics, or what's going on in the world. doesn't care about the world if it's as long as the sports page and the movies. He gets a newspaper because it, the sports... There's a type, and you go to look if there's a movie or to see, and to leave through, you know, quickly through to see maybe there's some, there's some attractive lady in the, in, uh, 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 that day in the paper, or whatever it might be. But it's time to be concerned, to be concerned, to be a person that, 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 that cares about what's right and what's wrong. <clears throat> That's something which nowadays you don't see as often. You don't see as often. Allah has come of a comma. The Rabbi saying that, that, the boys should talk about Avodah Hashem. It's not saying something. It's not saying Chedushim. It's not saying Chedushim. Listen, all these arguments that take place between kids, whether the Yankees are better or the Mets, all these arguments, what, they're Chedushim? Chedushim? No, all the years, have there been any Chedushim? Like, what's the Chedush? What's the Chedush? Like, some guy says, well, the pitching in the National League is really much better than the American League, and that's why the American League, you know, that's like, so something like he sits back. You know, and he, like he just made some chiddush. It was an unbelievable chiddush. <laughs> Nobody thought of this. <laughs> or that, like you know, in Candlestick Park, you know the you know the wind. It's it's windy there, and the balls you know more likely to go foul. So there's a high percentage of foul balls, and and now they have, now they have you know altogether how much do I hear altogether when it's when the Yankees in the World Series. So uh, I listen to to a half a game, a half a game. I like to listen to the last game of the of the World Series. But even then, I've never heard statistics like this in my life. Like, you know, like, how many, you know, what's the average time this guy coughs during the, during the time that he's bad? You know, in, in, in September. Like, it's not even, it's not, I never heard the statistics in my life. We used to have just like, you know, RBIs, you know, homeless stuff. It was like regular stuff. Batting average. No, no, no. Against this picture. Against this pitcher, what's his hot sloch against this pitcher? You could have a guy that's the biggest mitzlich in the world, but against this pitcher, they tell him he's batting a hundred. So he comes in already with a chalisa sadahas, you know, he's, he's batting a hundred. That's, that's how he, he doesn't do well against this guy. Which is all interesting. But, and all these, all these in Yonim and all these things, it's like, you know, what are the chedushim in any of this? It's all Irish guy. So the Rebbe says that, that when, that when people share something in common, and it means something to them, they don't have to be mechadish anything, but when they talk about it, it's it's chashiv. Talking about it is a chashivus. So Allah has come of a kama. It says in pasuk, "Az nidru It says that before Mashiach comes, the ikka that's going to keep Jews alive as Jews before Mashiach comes is talking about the Yiddishkeit with each other. Az nidru, az nidru, that they should speak with one another about Yiddishkeit. To talk about things that are important, to talk about Avodas Hashem, how could we be better Jews? Oz nidbu yirei elokim. What time do we have to? Well, it's Shachaydish, so tell me, need to start tento? To start tento? Let's try see if we can get half this paragraph. For us, call Rahi. It's that because Shaiish Sadik Beinav. The worst thing the Rebbe says is when a person. When a person cover, covers everything up that he's doing that's wrong, and he's always 
right in his own eyes. He sees himself always as being right, as being a tzaddik. It says in Navi that I'm not judging the branch. I'm not judging you so much for the avarice that you've done. I'm judging you for this for this absurd thing that you go around saying that you. That what are you saying that That I've never done anything wrong. That everything's fine. I'm judging you for not judging yourselves. That's what the Rosh I'm judging you for not being people who are who make a cheshbon of what's right and what's wrong, of not caring about what's right and wrong in your own lives. So he says, You're being judged for saying, I did not sin. See, boss, he had their histaklis. Why would a person have such a thing to see himself as being a tzaddik as saying, to say, He says, There's only one explanation for it. He just doesn't look into things. He's just not looking into it. He's simply not looking. He's not paying attention. He's not... He's not being misbeinen in his life. She'ein ha'ish mistakel ba'atzmo al'atzmoi. He doesn't look at himself about himself. Oh, he scrutinizes everybody else. He could tell you everybody else why this person's not inside, this person's not inside, what he does wrong, what she does wrong, but himself? He doesn't see b'chlau. V'ayd garumi zehu, and even worse than this, k'she'ein ha'derish godlius ma'atzmoi. When a person doesn't demand greatness of himself, why, why doesn't he demand greatness? She says the reason is because I looked inside of myself. I don't see any great affairs. I don't see anything horrible. I'm not a bad guy. This is our mahalach. This is our way of thinking. Okay, I mean, especially, especially there are people that I know that are much worse. Tell me, for instance. You know, I'm not a big guy. I don't do any big affairs. The dialies, good luck. It's enough. It's enough. Maybe I die. I try to shot this. Okay. The daily. I'm laying like tits. Elias, I'll call upon him. Ishes to He says you're making a mistake. You think the daily that it's enough? You should know you're not even a pasha to yid. You're not even a, you're not even a pasha a pasha to erlech yid. If you don't, if you don't make a cheshbon of who you are and what you're doing in your life, you're not even an Israel pasha. What do you mean? The Baruch told us and he gave us the Torah. That the only way to be a Yid is to constantly, constantly think about oneself and where you're holding and what you're doing, what you should be doing and to do your best. To see Godless. When the Baruch told us in Sinai that you're you're holy people. What do you mean it's enough? It's enough that I didn't do this Avera? That's really what Kedoshim to you doesn't mean. That's why those who, those who are satisfied with learning Rashi and Rabban and think that that's what it means, Kedusha. What is Kedushim to you? Kedushim to you. Mr. Basiak of the Ishbutz has said, Kedushim to you is that there's, that, what does it mean, Kedushim? Kedushim means that nothing in your life is a Dorish of Mabakach. That's what the Kedushim, that's what the Basiak have said. That nothing in your life is insignificant, nothing is small. But at Sadiq, everything is a godless. Everything he does, everything he looks at, he looks at with a godless. He's seeking greatness. He wants to be great. He's ibgarbet. He's a person that works over himself. He works on himself. Because he's seeking godless. Not to say, this is, this is enough. Shirak Bible says, the only way to be a yid is to be someone who's Hashem. Who's seeking, who, who wants godless. Godless, the Kedusha, Sikara, Yisraelis, Jerosh, you should demand greatness and kedusha from yourself. Don't, don't be a tzaddik in your eyes that everything is okay because uh, I'm yaitzik. I didn't do any bigger veyer. 
You should be honest about your chesroinus. You should be honest about those things in, that, that are not right. Vesashpul and, 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 and you're honest. Vesashpul and you should and you should you should be honest about what's wrong, and you should and you should be critical of those things that are wrong in your life. Again, he's not talking about chasrom that a person should become depressed, okay. but you should cr- be critical. You should be critical of those things that are wrong. And strengthen yourself and make yourself into a great person. That you should become a person of, of, of godless. That's the Iker. The Iker Haira. The Iker that's being taught. That's being taught in, in Kedushim Tiyil. We don't know exactly what it means Kedushim. But it means, it means to want better. It means to want something that's great. Not to be satisfied with the Yiddishkeit. Not to be content. That it's enough. I don't. What do I have to do? And, and as long as I'm not doing anything that's terribly wrong, so the person should dish with Hashem to, to, to be doyish Hashem. That's the that's the side of kedusha. Not just to be separate from those things that are wrong, but to want godless. And you see that their parents that when it comes to, when it comes to the, when the child goes to school, they demand godless. They can make the kid sugar for godless. That if he doesn't get an SAT, what happens if he doesn't get over 1300 or whatever on his SATs? Then you're not going to get into Colombia. You're not going to get into this place or that place. <coughs> and then you're going to be a low yitzlach. And the parents say you have to be a god, you have to be a god, godless, godless. And we're going to get you into, you'll have to go to, to some course. You're going to go to Kaplan's. And then you go to this one. And you go to that one. And you do all these things, but we're going to make you into an Adam god. You're going to be a god. When, when it comes to Yiddishkeit, when it comes to Yiddishkeit, so, so then you don't have to be there. The kid says, I want, I want to spend an extra year in yeshiva. Oh, you know, don't you think you had enough? You, never, you didn't tell it to me when it came to my SATs. Don't you think, you know, don't you think 650 is enough? Uh, combined, I mean. <laughs> don't you think it's enough? You didn't say that when it came to my law boards. Don't you think it's enough? You didn't, you didn't tell them when it comes to panasa, when it comes to things of this world. Don't you think it's enough? Only when it comes to ruchnias, then I don't have to be a Darish Hashem. Then godless is not important. Just to be right, say, to be right, say, you go to shul. You don't have to be the first one in shul. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to daven so. You don't have to daven out loud. You don't have to. You don't have to stay. Your friends are all going to those places. So you go also be normal. It's all right. Go, you go with the buddies. What's so bad? You have to be so different from everybody. Be so different. There's no godless. When it comes to when it comes to that in this world, every parent wants the best for his child. When it comes to Avedis Hashem, everybody all of a sudden settles, becomes mediocre. We're the Tamil Chacham, to produce a Tamil Chacham, to have a child that goes up to be a Tamil Chacham. What are Hasagas Bechalal of what a Tamil Chacham means? You're lucky it's 10 to 7 or anything. What are the Hasagas? What are the Hasagas Bechalal of a Tamil Chacham? What does it mean to be a Tamil Chacham? To be a Tamil Chacham. Take the kids from the, from, the, from the schools, they're all wonderful places, and, and, uh, and then sit in next to, sit in next to some kid. Some some uh, some Yerushalmi kid that's been that's been learning Torah stark stark since he's since he's in this world and take one of our one of our scholars from the yeshivas sitting next to sitting next to a ten year old kid busha nechepa busha nechepa we don't have a hasog of a talmud godless. We're so proud of. He's able to read. He says, "Chayvas hatalmidim." Chayvas hatalmidim. Well, it's terrific. It's already, and nowadays, already talmud chacham. 
They read Chayos Talmidim. It's already Talmud Chacham. These are Hasagas of Rimitri Talmud Chacham. It's all together. It's all to, together. Bizyoynes <coughs> for a Jew. What it means to be a Talmud Chacham. To have Hasagas of Talmud Chacham. A Jew that a Jew that's Shas and Poskin. I have these cousins of mine, cousins of mine in Williamsburg. So I remember we were growing up at the same age, and we were very close. So you know, yeah, I was going to school. I went to a nice yeshiva. Went to a nice yeshiva. My parents paid a lot of tuition. I mean, you know, I figured, boy, I went to the parsha, I know, I know a little Rashi. I have my cousins. Like every single medrash, every chazal, and this and that, and all the mefarshim, and the mishnayos by heart, 200 mishnayos by heart. Like when we were little kids. So, it came to the point that I don't want to see them anymore. <laughs> you know, it's hard to spend time with people like that. Little kids. Little kids. And, and I'm telling you, 80% of these people, of these chevra, that are walking around, it's time you meet them on a corner. They could, they could outlearn 95% of the rabbis. It's like the guys that, that, like, you know, that you'll rub shoulders with, you know, uh, on Lee Avenue. They could outlearn the whole chevra. How Torah was given over, and godless that their parents doesn't always work out. In other areas of life, we all have to struggle. But the godless in learning, that's the excited being a Jew.